So today we come and we celebrate the epiphany of the Magi arriving at the home of Joseph and Mary and greeting the child Jesus. And oftentimes uh, we think of this event happening right after Jesus was born, but if we look through scriptures, it was probably when Jesus was a year to two years old. Therefore, yesterday I, I removed the shepherds from the nativity scene and moved the kings over there uh, to give us more of a historical accuracy of the nativity scene. And, uh, but uh, yeah, but we see, I say the shepherds weren't there, but it was probably a year or two after Jesus was born that the Magi actually arrived there. And if we think about the travel, the trip of the Magi, the journey there on, it would have been at least 400 miles, considering they're from the east, um, Persia, or what would be modern-day Turkey, and they would have traveled uh, through some rugged land. It wouldn't have been an easy trip, and as I say, at least 400 miles on foot and by camel, and so it wasn't, uh, they weren't in their Cadillacs driving. They were sitting on leather, but the leather was on a camel. <laughs> Hadn't yet been harvested. So it wasn't an easy journey, and I kind of want to reflect that journey to our journey of faith. And first we can ask, you know, why did the Magi go on this journey? They themselves weren't Israelites. Uh, they weren't Hebrews. Um, they wouldn't have known, they wouldn't have worshipped God as the Israelites or the Jewish people did, but they were, as I said, Gentiles. Yet they had this profound interest. They would have had the Hebrew Scriptures, the scriptures that the Israelites would have read, they would have had those too. They were very learned men and uh, astronomers. And so they would have studied uh, any reading that they could. And so they would have heard this, would have known about this prophecy from Isaiah that we heard, heard today that your light has come, rise up in splendor, Jerusalem, your light has come, the glory of the Lord shines upon you. And they would have known that this great king was to be born. They would have read the other prophecies of Isaiah. And they would have seen this star. And they believed that star would, have, would guide them to this newborn king who is to be great among all nations. And so they begin their, their travel to follow the star. And in traveling that, going on that journey, I'm sure it took them to places they didn't expect, uh, would have been diverted at times, detoured at times, and it wouldn't have been, as I say, as easy as one might, might think. And so it is with our journey of faith. Our journey of faith oftentimes takes twists and turns, doesn't necessarily go how we expect it to go. I guarantee 15 years ago I would have never thought I'd be standing up here as a priest but uh, I followed the will of God, and that's where he's led me, and here I am today. And so the journey of faith leads us on unexpected paths. And it is rugged terrain. You know, we want it to be comfortable. We kind of, we can get stuck in our own way of doing things, but yet the Lord might ask us to do things a little bit different, or life circumstances 
happen. And we might get sick, uh, we might uh, have a death of a loved one, the Lord might be leading us somewhere where we don't really want to go, but yet if we follow that path as the Magi did, as they continued that journey, as we, if we fully trust in, in Christ and continue to seek ultimately the star, the light of his face, he's going to reveal the path that uh, he has for us. And he's going to give us the grace we need to get through any of those detours of life, any of the rugged terrain that might, might happen. And when we finally see the face of Jesus, the Magi we know came upon Jesus in the home of Joseph and Mary, and they prostrated themselves and laid their gold, frankincense, and myrrh before him, offering that, that to him. And so we offer our uh, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. may not be physical gold, but the gold of understanding that we're part of, we are his adopted sons and daughters of his kingdom through baptism. We offer our frankincense to worship him. We come to Mass, we worship him, we pray, and so we offer him our frankincense that way. And then myrrh, we offer him our myrrh. Myrrh is actually a burial ointment. Uh, and ultimately that's what the Christian life we're called to make sacrifice and to offer our lives, ultimately a death to self and sin in order to gain life from Christ. And so we do that on the Christian journey. We offer him our gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And so long as we continue to entrust our lives to Christ, He's going to continue to reveal to us his goodness, the grace, the love that he has for us. And so as we celebrate this epiphany and we kind of reflect on the journey of the Magi, recognizing that it uh, was a difficult one, it's rough, we can reflect that on our own lives. You know, when times get tough, are we going to continue to focus on Christ, to continue to allow him to guide our journey and stay true to that path so that when we meet him, we know that we will be with him, that he offers us a grace and love that, that we need.